All Broad in the Noodle Shop by Jake Fitzpatrick as Mike S. Morris. I dedicate this to the bald broad in the noodle shop. Supposedly dating we were as we ate pig and slop. She walked in, dressed in thongs and a night gun skirt that was far too tight. Met her down at the old national pub, on break, chucking down greasy grub. Walked over to me, cupid nail on her hip. Tiny little shorts with a purposeful rip. Asked me what my name was, said I looked familiar, like a fella called Liam. I imagine him the type that kicks walls and speaks broken English in an effort to impress his friends. I've got a standard sort name. Wrote down her number on a broken business card, which made the nervous claim of being a nursery teacher. As I indulged in my ice black, I texted her. In retrospect, I wondered if she nervously anticipated my perfectly orchestrated text. She texted something saucy back and asked me to the local noodle shop. Tuesday night, 7.30. Didn't think of myself ready to date, still broken from my last ride on this merry-go-fuck-around. Love messes you up, all the cheesy rom-coms used to say. Wish I knew back then it was going to sting in this sharp, scorpion-like way. My parents didn't prepare me for love sharp backhand. I was raised on chilled vanilla music and conversations about sex and hair growing in places that didn't used to be. School lectures about getting erections in situations you don't want them, like in the parking lot, or looking at the flirty teacher's tight dress in a cramped corridor, or looking at your grandfather's ass. for some. I wasn't prepared to be knifed against a wall. I didn't handle heartbreak well when it was first served to me. Sucked my finger because the pain tasted sharp. I couldn't pay the bill, so I fucked over one, spat in the face of rejection, and broke gloves, sharp nose. Waltzed into the noodle shop at quarter to eight, wearing a floral piano shirt, always fashionably late. Sat down at the table, she wasn't even there. I waited a minute, then another, then another, then another five. As the waiter came to check on me, she walked in, the bald broad. Hello, I said, you're later than me. Sorry, she said, had places to be. She sat down and ordered, ordered with immediate flair. She was a woman who spoke in fire every second breath. I could tell. Kiss you on the cheek one minute, the next you go to hell. We ate our quick noodles and had and conversed of politics, of which side we faced and whose haircut we hated. We talked of social media and how other people are always wrong about Daily Mail articles. We disagreed on most topics. She edged me towards pointed conversations and nearly brought me to the edge of the cliff. I saw the stop signs before I arrived and gently backed away. I filled the awkward gaps and anticipated their arrival. I made an index card of incendiary points that would extend the conversation for at least another 10 minutes. It was a lovely date until I paid the bill. Then it was an okay date. I walked to her car in those late garish streets. We talked of pets and the voices we made when cuddling them. She put on horrendous accents and mimicked her friends to no end. I thought my effort deserved some sort of compensation. As we got to her car, there was another awkward gap. But this one, I didn't want to kill with words. So, I leaned in. She did not. She served me a startled look in a small martini glass and left on her merry way. When I got home, she told me it was over. I was already typing my response. I killed her from my life by unfriending her on Facebook. Now I sit here alone, 
red wine in hand, wondering again what it is that I did wrong.